Hello everybody, thank you for joining us for um, the Mental Health Awareness Week 2023 podcast um, with our early careers folk um, about anxiety. Could you start off by introducing yourselves please, where you're from, your name and your job role? Uh, so I'm Amy, I'm a graduate civil engineer and I work on the Cool Valley Line project in South Wales. I'm Jacqueline O'Driscoll. Um, I am an apprentice uh, project manager and I also work on the Core Valley Lines project in Wales. Uh, my name is Scott Coulter. I'm an apprentice electrician and I work in Huntley Road on various um, jobs. Fabulous. Thank you very much. Our main message is to raise awareness, um, offer some hints and tips and some of the coping mechanisms that you all use. Um, if we start off with the first question, um, could you briefly explain your experiences with anxiety? Yeah, I guess it's more so. So when you're your first time walking to the office is terrifying, you know, for especially for a lot of apprentices, it's their first ever job, not even, you know, they haven't worked part time. And uh, it's very daunting because you look at the professional world and think everybody knows what they're doing uh, and you're just going to come in and be absolutely clueless. So it's really, you know, your chest feels tight. Um, you're not really sure whether to shake people's hands. You know, it's all those things that are running through your head that no one else will probably even think of, but it does sort of start to eat you inside. But yeah, that was my main feeling when I walked into the office. My... <laughs> My, ex my experiences were actually similar to Amy's, um, but there was also the overthinking of different scenarios uh, like in your head and it just makes you even more anxious, even though you know that you know yourself that those scenarios will never come to light. You just keep overthinking things and it just makes you more and more anxious. Yeah, same for me as well. I'm definitely an overthinker. Um, I do sort of always think of the worst things that can happen <laughs> um, and that's what brings on my anxiety um, my, sort of my experience with my anxiety was um, I almost didn't do my apprenticeship because I just felt so anxious about it and just didn't think that I was able to do it but um, I'm glad I did in the end because I proved myself wrong. Thank you so much for sharing and um, so you've You've touched upon how the anxiety has affected you in your work lives. Um, has it? Does it have the same effect in your personal lives? Yeah, um, meeting new people always gets you really anxious. I I forget names very easily. So, and but then again, I'm not afraid to to go and ask what your name is. But it does make me anxious every time I do, just because it may make me seem it might make me seem quite ignorant or someone that doesn't listen but it's just I I have ADHD so it it just makes me forget I forget a lot of things to be honest yeah I think um personally it does have it does affect my personal life um sometimes I just feel like um I can't do certain things uh it will stop me from doing social events not so much anymore because I've managed to sort of um manage it in different ways but when I first got diagnosed with anxiety it was I'd have panic attacks so like going to, I love going to gigs and festivals and I s almost stopped going to those because of the fear of having a panic attack in that environment would be pretty overwhelming um but yeah it's it's much better these days yeah I think 
the anxiety does sort of spill over into my personal life in that I will sit there and overthink things that have happened on site. I struggle to switch off after work. And it's more, you know, as Jax was saying about social events, I work on site, vast majority of men. So I, I do still get anxious walking into a room full of men and feeling like I have to overprove myself in order to justify my space in the room when actually my job title should do that enough. But you never feel comfortable and it's something that I'm having to adjust to in this role. Okay, thank you. When um when you do experience high level anxiety or even mild forms of it, do you have any coping mechanisms, your go to coping mechanisms that you would use to help you? If it's to do with work, I would probably give myself five to ten minutes break and reevaluate situations more um, with a clearer head or go outside for some fresh air and reevaluate. Because when it comes to my anxiety, it's mostly the overthinking of things that ca- causes it to, to like spur up. But when you when you really think about it logically with a clear head, it's not all that bad. Yeah, same. I, I feel exactly the same as that. Um, the things that I tend to use, um, I've been seeing a therapist for the past like seven years now and talking things through every week has really helped manage my anxiety. Um, and I also... I also do yoga and meditation and I do a lot of journaling. So I tend to write down a lot of the things that are worrying me. Um, And it's a tip that I learned from my therapist. I write down all the things that have been worrying me. Then I'll write down what I can do about them. And nine times out of ten, I can't do anything about them. So then it helps me release that anxiety about them because there's nothing I can do. I just have to accept that that is the thing. Um, but yeah, so those kind of things have been very helpful for me um, and breathing exercises. So if I am experiencing a panic attack or I feel like I'm going to have one, breathing exercises have helped me majorly to bring that anxiety back down. Yeah, I think for me, the main thing is I struggle to sleep. If I've got a lot running through my head of what I need to do tomorrow you know what work needs to be done and then I reevaluate whether I've done all the stuff I've done today right or you know and then it just is an endless spiral so I do have the app called Headspace um which you can get if you have a free if you have a Spotify account you can get a free uh Headspace account which is what I've done um and there's Sleepcast on there so it tells you a story so you you it takes your brain it distracts your brain from all of everything that you're thinking of but sometimes if that doesn't work I'll get up and I'll write a list of what I have to do tomorrow so then it's out of my brain because I get anxious even (laughs) thinking that I'm going to forget something tomorrow so I spend hours in bed just going oh my lord I have no idea what I'm doing but that I think is the best way and then in terms of in work just having just understanding your own limitations and forgiving yourself for that because at the end of the day, there are people in this office that have worked in the civil engineering sector for 20, 30 years. You're never going to know all of that information that they do right now. And you're not actually expected to to know it all. Um, so be easy on yourself because you are just being thrown straight in as a graduate or as an apprentice into this professional environment that is uncomfortable. But 
you need to raise your opinions with your line manager and say, look, I'm really lost here. I don't know what's going on. And sort of fostering that environment will ease your anxiety naturally through that. So, yeah. Do you do you feel that we adopt the culture that where you can talk to your line managers openly and um, talk about your anxiety? Yeah, hundred percent. My I, my line line manager is quite like he's very open to talking to everyone. To be honest, even if it's personal problems. Really great to hear. What about you, Amy and Jax? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've got a really good relationship with my line manager, so I'm I'm able to approach him with any issues that I have. I think that's um a really key thing um to build that relationship with your line manager, so you're able to to feel comfortable about talking about your mental health. Yeah, and likewise, um, I think I'm very fortunate again to have a line manager that is a woman, and whenever I'm on site and there are problems, um. I just, you know, I, I asked her the other week, you know, does this job get any easier on site? And she she's able to give me the last 10 years of her experience. And that is so valuable to have someone who understands the gender imbalance in this job and how you would approach it yourselves and what you need to do in order to overcome that. But what I also think Balfour Beatty do very well is say for example for some we all sound quite lucky lucky that we do have good relationships with the line managers Balfour will always have an option b so we'll have mental health first aiders we'll have you know quiet rooms you can go and speak to there's other people outside of your bubble or your work team that can help you and are happy to sit there and, and chat to you you know and sometimes a, a separate opinion outside of everything that's running around in your team can actually be really helpful to your anxiety. Yeah, that's a really good point, Amy. Thank you. Um, because there's a wealth of information on the hub and um, affinity networks that we have access to and CIC, the Employee Assistance Helpline as well, um, which is really useful and free for all our um, employees. We've I've seen a coping technique, the 54321 coping technique, where you... Um, look for five things that you can see, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell and one thing that you can taste and I've heard that that's a really great coping mechanism to use as well. I really want to say thank you um, for you guys to share in your experience because it's by talking about it that more people are going to talk about it and we're going to break down that wall and we're going to um, erase the stigma of um, anxiety and get more coping mechanisms out there so I really want to say thank you so much and um, if there was one takeaway that you'd like our listeners to to take away with them on how to cope with anxiety what would that be? For me um, writing things down whether that's a to-do list or like I said previously a list of things that I'm concerned about um, I've I found that that helps me so much so that's definitely one thing I would recommend for people to do. In terms of a work setting I would say believe in yourself you got your job because you were the best one out of the lot you know your qualifications your attitude your personal skills have all meant that you're valid and worthy to have this job so don't feel like if you make one mistake that all of that is irrelevant you know everything you've done has led you up to this point and don't undervalue yourself because of it that's what I'd say 
for me, it's always getting fresh air and just reevaluating things and trying not to overthink too much is probably the best way I try to cope with uh, with anxiety. Because once you have a clearer head and you're and like information is not muddled up, you can start to see like a like a a path, basically. Yeah, I, th- I think I agree with all of you. I think it's um, really important to know that one size doesn't fit all. What's good for one will not work for another. So if you are experiencing any form of anxiety, then to try different things. There's loads of stuff out there, loads of help out there. And I suppose you've just got to find what's right for you. Um, so I'd just like to take another opportunity to say thank you to all of you. I really appreciate it. Um and have a great day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.